This is the Sounding Board Podcast with Hachi and Damo. Thanks to Drinkwise. If you're choosing to have a drink, choose to Drinkwise. Question time on the Sounding Board for Drinkwise. If you're choosing to have a drink, choose to Drinkwise. And Hachi, we... Start the conversation and we start question time for Mosh Men's online health platform, making health easy. And the first question today is a health-related question. It comes from Philip M on email. Asks us both, and he's interested to know what our strategy is on sleep. Former PM K-Rudd used to brag about sleeping only three or four hours a night. And I can do the same, but my doctor has suggested it's a recipe for disaster. Damo, you're up early recording AFL Daily and do TV on weekends. And Hachi, I imagine your schedule is pretty hectic. How do you balance it all? Um, good question, Philip. What are you up to these days by way of hours per night sleep? If I was to be honest, I'm about – I'm probably six hours, five yeah. and a half to See, six. that's probably an increase, isn't it, on what it that's may have too, been not, in some – Not too bad. Yeah, I'm, I'm probably it, a – Is it a good sleep? I'm a give or take midnight to 6 a.m. guy. Yeah. Yeah. You? I'm getting up about 5.15 these days to do um, AFL Daily, and as such, it, it's probably in the same zone, probably probably, probably just a little bit less than six. I yeah. reckon I can go on, on that. I think yeah. I'd average five to five and a half. But you always, six, you always six, want more, though, don't you? Six is a good night. <laughs> always yeah. want more. And it's always disrupted, too, actually. Within that six hours, I'm probably waking up yeah. seven or eight times. Are you really? Oh, yeah. On a bad night, but other yeah. nights, yeah, three no, or four, five. I've had sleep apnea in the past. Yeah. I famously had the... Mask and the whole. There's a photo kicking around of me somewhere with all the things. But that's serious. Juice, I mean, it's coming out. Yeah, so it's it's not. Um, and I find it a little bit easy to sleep less. So I would drink. So I always try and make sure I can. If you need a really good night's sleep for me, it's about drinking nothing or less. Um, I'm. Yeah, some people sleep well. There is something in yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. I, I know there is something in that. Yes. But my, I, I don't know. I can't turn my mind off during the night. I wake up. I've emailed myself four or five times or. During the night, yeah, I email myself. I've stopped doing that. I have. St- I've used to do that a bit. Because you forget when you wake up, yeah. wouldn't you? <laughs> I can get thirty to forty emails from myself a week, and often think, and often only about eighty-five percent of them do I know what they actually mean. <laughs> There's ten or fifteen percent random thoughts where I think, "What was I thinking at that moment?" <laughs> Didn't put enough context in the email to myself. I wish I'd email. Wish I put more email. Doesn't well, it? When you email yourself, I doesn't it just myself, I go, create why, a bigger? Why don't I put more information in these things? <laughs> why would he send you, me that? <laughs> you, you, you reply more detail, please. <laughs> um, Rowie, David McBain on Twitter. If you guys had to select three people for the other one to sit down to dinner with for a fly on the wall documentary, who would they be and why? Um, Dave, look, I, we choose to answer these questions without any pre-advancement on them. I, I think we, we do it for the right reasons, but sometimes the question just so good you need. Some think time. Do you want me to park this issue? How do you want to try and wade through it? Although, well, I could go with you. Um, There's no one really that interests me enough, to be honest. No, no, no. But it's you're selecting for me. All right. So it's a it's a it's a thinking person's question. That's why that's why I've come up stumps. Um, Who would I have for you you when I think about it? No, I'll tell you who you'd have. Here we go. You'd have JB because you need to drive him there and drive him home and uh, laugh at his jokes. That's your role in the room. But so, so it's, for, it's for a fly-on-the-wall documentary. Yeah, but if, don't if you want JB a bit of friction? said you want to be in it, you'd be like, okay, Don't you want a bit of friction okay, in, the, okay, in the fly-on-the-wall well, documentary? Well, you wouldn't have any choice. If you said, I want to be in it, you'd go, okay, JB, no worries, I'll come with you. I haven't done um, him next week, I think. Tony Abbott, you'd want there because no, of your obsession. <laughs> yeah. You'd want him there as well. And then you'd want someone to really hate on. Uh, probably ScoMo. He'd be one you'd want to hate on, so you'd probably have him there as the third. 
Um, David, I will commit to coming back to you next week with uh, some proper answers on Hutchie. It's it's a good question. Sorry, I don't have the capacity to answer it on the run right now. Do you know if Bailey Smith was paid for his News Limited interview? That's a question asked by Simon Morris on email. I would think no chance. I would think so too, Simon. Um, I hadn't even thought of that until you flagged it. I said before in the main body of the, the sounding board that the wording of his apology, which was in the print form on the Saturday, was was effectively his own words. So he wanted to get on the on the front foot that way. I, I would think that it was just part of the overall apology and presenting himself back out there. It crossed my mind whether he might have known Grace Baldwin too. I don't know whether he did or didn't, but it crossed my mind. Yeah. And he may well have, and that's whatever it takes and whatever it is that gets you the story. Yeah, it, you've got a relationship, you need to not, cash it in. Well, cash, cash it in. in on the big ones. Yep. Uh, Chris Judd on Facebook, it's not the Chris Judd, I don't think, Catchy. Well, in fact, it's not. It's the support not. for Bailey Smith, he wouldn't listen to us, would he? Chris? Yeah. Not unless not. we developed a uh, stockbroking or a <laughs> hedge fund spinoff. Yep. The support for Bailey Smith with, a, with an arguable more illicit drug compared to the lack of support for Willie Rioli for his discrepancy shows the bias for the VFL still, why is there a contradiction to this? If the media stands strong, that will not change the three-strike system. Chris, I don't want to dismiss your question, but they are different drugs policies. Willie Rioli chose to use a, a bottle of Gatorade or a sports drink to substitute for his own urine in, in a performance-enhancing drugs test. There was deception involved. Bailey Smith took cocaine at a party on the Gold Coast. Um, it's serious. They're both serious issues, but you cannot link at all the two um, when it comes to sports enhancement drugs against the illicit one in the situations in question. And again, Chris, I don't want to dismiss it, but uh, that's the way I'm answering it. And they are different policies. Ryan Lee on Twitter, how should the NFL handle the Deshaun Watson situation? If the same thing occurred at an AFL club, what would the outcome be? Um Look, there's some serious accusations and allegations around Deshaun Watson. It's going through the courts at the moment over what he has done. A lot of complaints uh, laid against him by women. He has transferred Club Sachi to the Cleveland Browns this year. I, I couldn't see a scenario where someone with the type of um, storyline attached to an athlete in the AFL system would be transferring football clubs at this point in time without it being resolved fully, legally. But the NFL beats to a very, very different drum to a lot of sports around the world. Uh, one from Matthew Butler that got my attention, Damo. Um, Kay Rudd has gone whack on the ABC fact check. What? Could this common enemy Where? lead to a friendship between Damien this? and Kevin 07? Where's this? Where is this? <laughs> this is what he, he, oh. he retweeted something from the RMIT fact check. Yeah. And he said, poor form, ABC fact check. <laughs> Mr. Gallagher is right. Morrison left the worst books by the budget's own historical data, including percentage of GDP. You can't say she's wrong using unofficial estimates from the world wars. This isn't a war economy. Smells of appealing... Smells of appeasing libs on ABC board. <laughs> We've he's got something it, common. He's called out... Might, he called out ABC fact check. He calls everyone out, doesn't he? Yep. So I reckon you... Maybe Kevin 07 gets invited to the dinner now. <laughs> um, Damien Ratcliffe, the AIDS journalist, Hutchie, has also sent us a, an email. I'm assuming it is, yeah. Yeah, I, I, well, I'd think so. There wouldn't be too many Damien Ratcliffe. Is that the right spelling? It's a different spelling on our list. Yeah. 
we might have to fact check the uh, the uh, the actual source of the email. But saw this job going and just wondering whether Damien is launching his own AFL fact checking service in an attempt to join the international fact checking network. Can only assume he wants a badge. And the oh, title? Oh, good pickup. <laughs> it probably is Damien. It's a good pickup. The title. Director of Factual. <laughs> Have a look at this. How this missed the main body. The AFL has advertised for a director of Factual. <laughs> well, it's catching on, Archie. How is it? It's a, it's a growth industry. Full-time job. Tell me how this works, Damo. How has the AFL got a director of Factual in the market? Archie, it's fair to say I'm not across every job title and every job vacancy. Don't dis- yourself at, from well, this. Hang on. I'm what sure is there's, going on? I don't know. I'll have to look into it. It's a LinkedIn director of factual. There's been 11 applicants. 11? Yeah. That's a fact. As of six days ago. Yeah. You report to, no, you got what? Up to 1,000 employees. Doesn't say who you report to. Full time. There you go. Director of factual. <laughs> I think it's catching on. One to finish. Josh Shrive on Facebook. We look back at matches from 30 years ago thinking they were the pinnacle of the game. Is it just nostalgia? Is it each generation liking best what they grew up with? Will the current generation do the same in another 30 years? Josh, I reckon predominantly that is the case. I, I, I really do. I, I'm, I'm in the bracket now of bemoaning the fact there's no massive full forwards as there, as there yep. were 30 years ago. Uh, that's my beef with the game at the moment. But, um, yeah, I'm sure back in the early 90s there were people saying it wasn't as good as the, the 60s. I reckon if the current generation continue their, their current way, they won't look back on anything. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that was question time for Drinkwise. If you're choosing to have a drink, choose to Drinkwise. Thanks for listening to the Sounding Board Questions with Hachi and Damo. Send us your questions via Twitter or Facebook at Sounding Board EP. Hit the sign up button on Facebook to receive our weekly email and subscribe to, rate and review the show wherever you listen to podcasts.